everyone, Kip here. Uh, this isn't about the episode. It's just a little sidebar. I wish I was like talking about how cool the episode is, and you're you're gonna love it. And or um, I was episode fifty five and five five five, Captain Rider Fies episode. Not that either. Uh, maybe episode five hundred fifty five. Um, in ten years, eleven years. Um, I'm not talking about um, go go five years ago or whatever. Just I guess right now there's just the U.S. election going on. It is Wednesday morning, November fourth. We don't know the outcome. There, things definitely don't look as as great as they could. But I just want to say that whether you're a listener in the U.S. or not, just I'm just asking you to care. <laughs> even the best case scenario for the U.S. election as it stands right now, which isn't as good as the one even a few days ago that was supposed to be the best case scenario, it's not great. Um, there are people who are materially harmed by the systems in place and who need your help and support. So I'm just asking, no matter what happens, even if your life stops being affected, you think, by policies that, or you stop being annoyed or noticing, to take the effort to notice. That's the only way that material change could happen. And chances are you're affected by things where you could use the help of others too and that you could seek to change as well. I'm just asking you to, whatever the result of this election is, whatever is going on in four months, but just, yeah, just I'm asking you to know this isn't the end of history. This isn't the end of the struggle, even if it might feel that way for you. Don't don't just go to brunch. Actually care and reach out. And also just on, on top of that, I'm available. Um, if you just need somebody to talk to, um, please feel free to message me at comrapy.com, the email, uh podcast at comrapy.com, or uh you can message me on Twitter uh at Cobb and Ride with me. You can message me on Reddit at Kip, whatever you want to do. Just I just want to say, hey, don't stop caring. I'm not gonna stop caring, I'm not gonna stop speaking plainly. And enjoy the show, but just, I just want to be real with you. Hen. Shin. Hey everyone, uh, it is Common Ride with me, and this is uh, my Kip here with uh, my guest, David. Hello, David. Hi, how you doing? Uh, how are you doing? I, how am I doing? Uh, I'm doing fine, actually. I just got back uh, yesterday from a four, three-day trip across like northern Japan, so I had a good time. I, I'm doing great, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. I'm glad to have you on. Um... It's currently like near midnight for you versus like in the morning for me. <laughs> yeah. Time zone time zones are the worst. There's not much you can do about it. It kind of works out cuz it was like sh- should we do it like on like an off day or should we do mm-hmm. it on the same day just like offset? It's good. It it works for me. It works for me. I can be relaxed and just do what I need to do. Yeah. Um <laughs> you have your own show though. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um so, so uh, I run a podcast called the Tokyo Fresh Podcast with my uh, my co-host that I met when we we happened to both work at the same company when we moved to Japan. So we got here at the kind of the exact same time. So we started the podcast about a year ago now, and I mean 
it's it's kind of hard to describe what the podcast is. It's like if you've ever heard a podcast that talks about like all the all the things that are cool in Japan, all the things you love in Japan, you know, pop culture and stuff. This is like the anti version of that. Okay. <laughs> where it's mostly us just railing on more realistic topics about what it's what it's like to be here because i i feel like a lot of people hit on um you know oh why is this great why is living in japan awesome but they don't ever talk about having to go to the the ward office every time you need to do anything with your house or electricity <laughs> or crap like that and just the bureaucracy that you have to deal with yeah um I'm definitely somebody who, like, I try and make clear, like, I'm not necessarily, like, a fan of, like, Japanese culture as much as I, like, Mm. might like some media. And, like, also, like, there's definitely people who maybe go to Japan or, like, rose tint it, like, really hard, right? Oh, yeah. There's there's those people everywhere. I mean, I went to school with those people when I studied Japanese. I worked with those people the first year I was here. All those people go home because they... They had this this image of what Japan is mm. and the second you're here for longer than, you know, a holiday. And it's like, no, I live here now. I work here now. The just the the stuff you have to go through. It's suddenly it's like this isn't fun anymore. This is this sucks. I want to go home. Yeah, it's a whole nother culture. Like, mm-hmm. who would have thought? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, No, yeah, because like um, you do hear like every now and then that story of um the person who's like really antisocial and like into anime that like mm. goes to Japan and is like, ah, oh, this didn't work out at all. Like Chobits or whatever show. I, I'm not sure why I said Chobits there, but like, um, like <laughs> this did not work out. Like I don't have a harem. Um, yeah, I don't have any like waifus or whatever. And it's just like oh, a man. weird thing. Yeah. If, if you, if you want to hear us absolutely rail on, charisma man who comes over here and thinks his his gaijin you know uh influence and he will just have 50 women fawning over him at Ugh. any moment at his beck and call that that dude is sadly very very sadly gonna be surprised that that's not the case and like um there are beautiful people everywhere and like mm-hmm. it can be like localized in like a city but like Damn, do I feel for Japanese women after like the way that like I've like I've just seen like dudes talk with them or like have stories about like mm. how they're actually like really stuck up or whatever. It's like, dude, you were like this like half tucked like shirt that had like bleach on it, like <laughs> like in college, like approaching this random person and like half like broken speaking, like some kind of like weird archaic like samurai shit like yeah that's why it's it's really it's really funny to see those people who are super confident and but they have no they have absolutely no reason to be super confident these are the people who don't speak japanese these are the people (laughs) who go out to like a club and they're like oh man i i got this girl to sleep with me it was great it's like yeah but you really did nothing impressive so, like, why are you happy? And you probably have an STD now. That is also very common. Don't be that guy. I mean, if you're, like, well enough dressed and likable, I feel like there's nowhere in the world where no matter the language barrier, like, you can't uh-huh. have, like, a like, good time, like, clubbing, really. Like, yep. if you, like... But, yeah, it's just, like, like uh, a lot of weird energy gets, like, 
put mm-hmm. towards like, yeah, like I'm going to, um, yeah, it's, there's more to that in like a lot of like weird fucked up ways about like, Oh, and I'll yeah. like have like a very subservient woman, that kind of stuff. It's like very weird, but um, now my yeah. girlfriend kicked my ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, and also like there's also people that like getting mad about it too. Cause it's like, yeah, they're... I came to like a different place and I don't understand everything. Kind of feel embarrassed. So I, I'll get mad about it, and that's not a way yep. to be. Yep. For sure. I meant to ask you, though, um, mm-hmm. after we just uh, spent some time on um, s- some issues that we have with uh, mm-hmm. when people oh. come in <laughs> to Japanese culture, um, what about oh, um, how did you, like, uh, come to watch Toku and, like, that kind of stuff, and the other, like, media oh. and stuff? Okay, so... Specifically, Tokusatsu stuff. I, or I remember Japanese media in general. Japanese media in general. Uh, I blame I blame my cousins for it. Um, mostly like when I was growing up there, they lived in the same town as me, but they're like maybe mm, almost ten years my senior. So they they were. I remember in the nineties specifically, they were like going. Uh, to like anime swap meets where like you had a VHS cartridge and be like, oh, I got like five episodes of Ranma. I'll trade you for this, right? And they're 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 going to like bootleg Chinese anime swap meets to trade VHS. So every time that they would get a new VHS, they'd watch it, and then I'd steal it from them and watch it too. So a lot of the time, I was watching anime that had not aired in North hmm. America at all. So like I think when I was in maybe junior high, like eighth grade, I had already seen like all of Dragon Ball, like up to the the end of the series. So I'm coming to school in eighth grade. Like I'm Nostradamus because I know exactly what happens. People are like, how did you, what, how did you know that? I don't know how. So yeah, like I've been kind of watching stuff like that forever. And I specifically remember um, my one cousin, he was watching what was it, Common Rider Kiva? I okay. think at the time. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, here, go, go watch this. And I think I watched like the first like five or six episodes, and was like, eh, I'm kind of iffy on it. Like, I'm not sure I'm into like the live action stuff. But I came back and watched, uh, I think Kabuto with my brother when I was mm-hmm. in university, and quite like that. So I've kind of been off and on with. Tokusatsu stuff like I've watched a little bit here and there but nothing not like a whole encompassing thing I could be here for days if that was the case no yeah um for me like I think it was like um when YouTube got big like I saw clips and watched like some shows so it's always like interesting to hear um, like Mm. how people like know about stuff because um there are lots of people who are massive fans of like Toku but like it's also like it's just like it's like anime and like other stuff and like dramas. It's just like, oh, it's like one of the things like you might like see from a place. And right. Yeah. Um, would you say that's like your favorite show, Kabuto? Uh, yeah, probably. I just like um, I like a lot of the the writers designs that have like a very slick suit. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, like Kamen Rider series where the suit is like really like ornate and super bulky and it to me it's just like this this looks like a children's action figure cartoon and that that really takes me out of it 
but like Kabuto's is very very sleek, and I I like um the one of the newest ones. Uh, what is it? Uh, zero one double. Yeah, the the black and green one that just came out recently. Yeah, that's a really good show Flash. for that. Um, yeah, we covered that for our first years of podcast, like biweekly, mm. and we're like, here's like episode like three and four, and that kind of stuff, and like our thoughts. Um, and that show is just like it's just the perfect like balance of like watchable and like uh intense and like it has like very mm. good simple designs as well like it's like a great show for that um, I, th- I think if i'm gonna watch another one that that is the one that's been most on my radar because i had i had not watched um common rider since probably i've watched kabuto until now obviously and living here and seeing like the stuff for it come out kind of as the show aired i'm like Man, that suit looks cool. I should watch this series, and then never ever did. For me, like I like um, for years treated Common Rider like you would like a like airing show where I just be like, mm. oh, I spend half an hour like a week like thinking about like Common Rider. You know, it's like okay, like, right. I'm gonna like watch this on Sunday when it like comes out or whatever, and then I'm gonna like be like, oh, that's cool, and then like go back to whatever I'm doing. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I kind of wish that i had started watching the the latest series as it came out because i i do like to do it that way as well because then it's it's 30 minutes of my week i watch it i'm done wait for the next episode instead of here's 53 episodes of a show and please try and finish this sometime yeah um i definitely uh wouldn't be a fan i think if i was like the kind of person that like was watching stuff like in bulk like that. Like I did mm-hmm. that for like my first couple series, like Fies and Blade, but that's mm-hmm. not really a great way to like do that with stuff that can have like weird qualities. But um mm-hmm. so had you seen shows after Kabuto at all or no? I had seen I've seen like um uh what was it? When I watched Kabuto, I think Forze was was airing. And I started watching that. And I I think that that one is more in the same vein of probably what we're gonna talk about with Wizard today. In it's it's kind of like the tonal shift is kind of more on the wacky side, which kind of put me off. But that was about the only one I watched. I'm definitely trying to be like um, I like l- lots of shows that are wacky like that, and like I like mm-hmm. like Forza, um, and like it's like a it's definitely like a thing of like a since i'm talking about it like more often or like more critically i've tried to mm-hmm. like be clear when i say stuff like oh um i didn't like this because it's not cool like i'm trying to like get better for myself but like examining that that's like a mm-hmm. weird concept sometimes like when you think about it, like what's cool what's not it's like, okay this is something that looks like um it is designed versus like it it is meant to work like i like that like little bit of like uh to use like a wrestling term like kayfabe mm-hmm. of like oh like this yeah. looks like something that could be real and like that's like important right. for that moment um and like that like is like why like um when i see like a like kaiju movie for like example i'm like oh if i can't imagine that like th- there's the actual physical human being doing this in this suit right there's something lost there like even if it's like entirely cg it's like like just moving like outside of like reality it's just like oh okay that will lose me you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. man it's so 
interesting because um i know how popular like these shows are in japan but like it's just, just like a um i've always actually wanted some thoughts on um are you a fan of other things in japan that like you might want to like have some merch from or like have like a, a, a like poster of like is that like um something frowned on or is that something where like, it's mostly uh, like on amazon or online you'll get that stuff you mean like specifically like television series or just like themed goods yeah so um i would say it's actually probably the opposite um there are so many places that for like popular anime or or tv shows that sell like um in, in japan they call it character goods and you can just buy them kind of everywhere Provided you know where to look. Like, if you're looking for anime, you go to, like, uh, stores like, what, Animate? Or you'll go to Akihabara, because, like, a, a million yeah. places in Akihabara will have your anime tchotchkes that you want to buy. But, like, for something like, if I wanted to go buy Kamen Rider stuff, I would go to, like, just, like, my local Yodobashi Camera, which is, like, a big multimedia, like, shopping mall type store. And they always have, like, a... Uh, I don't know what in, in Japanese they call it omocha. So it's like toys and games and mm-hmm. stuff. It's all on the one floor. And they have a whole section just for Kamen Rider and Super Sentai. Yeah, because like um I'd like that. Cause like I like to get like the understated stuff. Like I'd like like having like a like keychain that has like the color scheme versus like a massive like four foot tall like mech like toy or something. Like you right, know, right, like, yeah. that's where I'm at. Yeah, it's it's I think for for most like anime character goods you could find stuff like that but for common writer i think a lot of it is more geared towards towards like uh children's toys like the amount the amount of kids when when i go to uh like yodobashi camera the amount of kids that are running around like they're in the toy section with the common writer belt on pressing all the buttons making it do the <laughs> do the sounds right cheer from the other aisle hinchy 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 right so yeah, it's it's usually toys for kids, but I'm sure you could find stuff. I've never really looked, to be perfectly honest. I know they sell like premium stuff where it's like if you want to get like Haruto's weird shirt, you can like buy that for like ninety dollars online or something like right, that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Usually stuff for I think for like stuff for adults. Usually it's more it's more geared to buying it online because they just assume that adults have a credit card and you'll just get it sent to your house. I know that um. For zero one, there's uh this um like character who had like a like um a like red sweatshirt that said canned beef on it. Um and they were selling that for like a hundred and like twenty like canned beef? Yeah. I'm gonna find that canned beef sweatshirt. Oh, okay, yeah, here it is. It came up on uh on Google Image. Yeah, canned uh, beef Arito. and they sold that. Yep. Hedens shirt. Ninety bucks for a you know what? Yeah. Like, I would say like ah, ninety bucks for a hoodie, but like, I don't know. I feel like in Japan, like clothes are expensive anyway, so like ninety bucks is not too crazy. Yeah, I basically heard that like compared to like some other places, like some stuff could be more expensive, but also like it's the kind of thing where I'm sure if you're buying your favorite like common writer characters like hoodie, yeah. you aren't like worried about price and like you're not. Yeah, doing you, it do, often. you don't care, right? You're just like, I want it because I want it. Like, you can get, like, a cheaper hoodie for, like, when you're, like, out to eat or whatever. Like, not, uh, like, your special little like, rider hoodie. Yeah. So one thing I um 
too like to ask though is that um is there anything like else that like um you're watching or like you're looking at like this week that like you would say is like something people should look at or like is worth looking at yeah yeah so that's the problem um is like right now anything i'm i would have been watching weekly has finished like i was watching um i was watching attack on titan and that's over (laughs) i was watching kimetsu no yaiba that's finished uh what else was i watching i was watching like three different anime that were running weekly and all of them kind of finished at the same time so we're in that we're in that um like two to three month period where winter anime hasn't started because it it starts always after january after new year's when everyone comes back from from holidays so right now there's i'm i'm literally not watching anything like i'm just usually playing games more than anything (laughs) what are you playing uh i've been playing genshin impact a lot oh okay i've heard a lot about that (laughs) Mm. as a thing yeah it's fun i like it and it's free to play and i I'm the kind of person who, if it's free to play, that's the way it stays. Mm-hmm. I, like never, I never put the money into it unless it's like really, really, really good, and I I feel okay with giving them my money. It's hard because like that's usually how I am. But if I actually feel like it's like, oh, I would have bought this game for like forty dollars, I could put twenty dollars into it if I feel like that will mean anything. And some games that will mean something, right. some games that won't. Yeah, I feel like the way that Genshin Impact is structured, like you could put in like $2,000 and not get what you want. And at the end of the day, it's kind of like, well, I could have just not spent anything and had the exact same amount of fun. So, it's, you know, your mileage may vary, I guess. If you're if you're a whale and you can spend $2,000 every week, then I guess props to you. Yeah, like I'm like um very much like a, Back in my day, we earned it. <laughs> mm, yes, I know what you mean. Uh, but no, um, yeah, but also I'm not playing any games half as long as people are like playing games like Kitchen Impact. So, mm. is Halloween really a, a like thing in Japan? Like, I feel like this is something oh, I know, but oh boy, um, let's talk a little bit about Halloween then. I can okay, talk okay. about Halloween. Um, Halloween is insane here. Okay. In the last two years, it's become absolutely insane Okay. to where um, the first year I was here, Halloween was like nothing. Like people went out to have like a party, whatever. The second year I was here, Shibuya got crazy. Like people getting (laughs) arrested, people fighting cops, like drunken fistfights in the street, breaking property. Like in Japan, that stuff never happens ever. So to have like all this crap go on at the same time at one night is like, whoa, like what's going on, right? The third year, it got really nuts in Shibuya to where they were like, there's like someone like lit a fire in the street uh, at like near the Shibuya crossing. Someone, I don't know, I don't know how, it must have been a group of people. They flipped an entire truck onto its side. That's not something you hear about from Japan. No, that's that's why it was like insane. So like this year, because of uh, COVID and uh, yeah, just the way it is. So they beefed up police. COVID was bad. So like they thought like, oh, you know, people stay home. No, they didn't. People didn't stay home. I expect I fully expect in two weeks to be like, 
oh, there's been a, like a 200% increase of coronavirus cases. It's like, gee, I wonder why that happened. Yeah, damn. Um, <laughs> I meant to ask. Um, it's wild that we're in the middle of like a pandemic. Huh. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a um, like guest during the COVID era that's living in Japan. So mm. how's that going? Um, relatively good, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Uh, Japan. Um, I mean, Japan already has a culture of if you are sick, wear a mask. Mm-hmm. And no, no one has this like macho bravado about I don't need a mask because I'm a big tough guy, you know, right? It's like if you're sick, you wear a mask. It's like the A to B is very easy on that one, right? So now that everyone's like, okay, well, you need to wear a mask because COVID is bad. Everyone just wears a mask. Literally everyone. That's good. <laughs> and nobody, nobody mentions it. Nobody has a fight about it. It's just that's the way it is. I'm sure like um, you've seen just like what's going on in the rest of the world stuff like. Oh, yeah. Looking, looking from like afar, it's Walmart. like, yeah, what do you like? Why? Why can't you just wear a mask? I don't I don't get it. And the worst is that like um, here in America, like there's all these stories about people that are like, yeah, my grandfather died of covid, but I still don't think it's real. It's just about like a flu. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Um, And so at the the top of the show i'm gonna just like um insert like a little uh current event stinger because it really like threw me off my game today just to be like uh we're recording this um wednesday the fourth and yeah uh wild day yesterday but yeah um people are weird in america in ways that just does not make sense and i'm just i don't get it either i don't get it yeah yeah (laughs) it's whole thing but um I'm glad at least like there's some sense of like personal responsibility and not that there's just subsets in Japan, but uh, mm. at least like an ongoing concern. Cause there's lots of like, it's getting worse here and it's becoming less and less of a concern for a lot of people. And I, hate mm-hmm. it. I think, I think there's there. It looked to me like there became a point where people just said, I'm tired of the virus. So it yeah. doesn't exist anymore. Like, that's a major no, problem it, it's still there it just didn't go away because you got tired of it no uh exactly um and that's just like around like may there started being people like oh we can't like live in fear forever if we live in fear the virus wins like it's some kind of like weird like terrorist or something or like a hostage <laughs> like, kind right of stuff. right yeah can't let the virus win virus it's not care. trying to win Dude. yeah it's just trying to live <laughs> it don't care uh <laughs> Speaking of things that um, like spread and you have to uh, both take seriously, but uh, not let ruin your life and make you fall to despair. Let's take a break and talk about Kamen Rider. Sure. Yes, please. I have so many things to say about this show. Holy. Where do you want to start? <laughs> it's a good question. Um, so we watched *Kamen Rider Wizard* the first ten episodes. Um, mm-hmm. if I had known the show better, I might have cut down to five of the first ten episodes. Honestly, mm. but uh, I think yeah. I think that actually, for me, my viewing experience, ten was like kind of almost perfect, like a, a nice 
the tenth episode uh kind of ends at like a a place where I feel like the series is gonna take off again. Yeah, it's um I basically was thinking of like two moments in the series when I was talking about what about like what we look at and like we hit mm-hmm. both of them, but I like feel like the cliffhanger that we like reach. I'd probably cut the um middle two episodes like about like the most beautiful woman in the world and like that <laughs> yeah. kind of thing and just <laughs> There's one thing I noticed about about this stretch of ten episodes, and I don't know if they've done this in in Wizard or if they've done it in other series as well. But they've made I, I felt like when I had watched Kabuto, the episode started, something happens, and it is resolved in that episode, and doesn't carry over to the next one unless it's like specifically a two parter. Whereas in this show, I feel like they started a lot of like plot or story threads got to the end of the episode and realized we're only halfway through this plot point we'll I'll just move it to next week yeah um that's a weird issue that i think um starts to get rectified in Rider shows um like after this like this show is kind of like mm-hmm. the form that a lot of shows like start to take um really like it's pretty big in like the post Kabuto pre like pre game shows where like there will be just like oh we find out about this like real estate agent that right has a bad relationship with their parents or whatever and then mm-hmm. and then we pre- premiere like a new form <laughs> in the second part and like help right. them get back together you know mm-hmm. and yeah it's definitely um very noticeable in Wizard and it's weird because like um the next show Rider, like game is a lot of people's like absolute like favorites. Um, and like, it's definitely a departure. And, um, I'm not sure if you've, um, seen stuff like Madoka Magica or that kind of stuff or I, I have. Yeah. Does it go, does it, does it present itself as one thing and then kind of flip the script on you about, you know, 10, 15 episodes in. Yeah. So we did like an intro to it that like looked at like, a selection of episodes from like the first half of the show, but basically um, the show like does the thing that like is also like a, a like um big thing in like anime where like it'll present like a world. And it's like, Oh, um, here's good times for that show. It's like kids having like what are basically like breakdancing clubs and like doing like street performances. Oh, okay. And then it kind of turns very apocalyptic very quickly oh okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay that's interesting like there are points like in the show towards like the middle and the end where it feels kind of like a like zombie movie honestly oh really yeah and like it's just like oh you did this whole thing about like this um team of breakdancing teens so that like it would like matter (laughs) later when like this happened or like be a like sharper contrast later right it's like such a weird show because like Let's do fruit Sengoku period themed main writers. <laughs> right. Yeah. I had I had watched um I had watched like actually a couple hours before coming on here. I was just flipping through uh YouTube and I I knew that Gaim was like Sengoku period like samurai theme stuff. I didn't know it all revolved around fruit and I found that very weird. But then realizing that it's immediately f- like following 
after Wizard, like in in that uh, in that kind of like the same time period. I'm like, okay, maybe it kind of makes sense to do a little bit more wacky stuff with it. Yeah, it's weird. Um, the best way I could describe like the villain of the show too, like the villains or like the evil force is like it's not even like an evil force at all. It's just like what if there was an invasive dimension and like it was just like oh there's like lots of like vines creeping in like like you might see like in reality like when there's like oh you introduce like these like flowers and there's nothing that'll like stop them because they're not native kind of thing like it's like mm. that and yeah it's um not my favorite show but it like it's like a lot of people's like and like it's a very weird <laughs> to yeah think about but no um and that's our thoughts on Kamen Rider Wizard. The next show is interesting. Um, but no, um, you mentioned how you like riders that have clear or clean designs. Did yeah. you feel that about Wizard or no? I actually think like the best thing about this series like so far has been the the design of the character. I think it looks great. And I have to say props to the design team for making a a rider that has four forms like that that it uses like multiple times throughout like even these 10 episodes like i think you saw the water the wind and the earth form at least two or three times each Mm -hmm. yeah and all of them look good like they're all interesting designs too i like the fact that like it's like trying to be like magical but also like looks like a stage magician half the time, but also um, the gemstone thing. Yeah, so here's here's the weird thing, right? So it's called Common Rider Wizard, right? Yes. But he never really does anything very wizard-esque. Yeah. It, it's it's like, he's more, it's, it's kind of weird, because I feel like he's more like a kind of like tech- oriented character because like everything is using like rings or or some kind of thing like yeah it like creates magical portals but like all of it's based off of gear and not like oh i can cast the spell yeah and two it's like kind of like interesting because um like he's not even like <laughs> like magical inherently like he's more of like a like warlock almost where it's like oh there's this thing kind of yeah <laughs> like it's it's he's got like the evil demon inside of him and then he's got his old buddy guy making him magical rings like he himself like I don't understand he here's my problem I don't know if they explain this later in the series right mm-hmm. but like why him why why Haruto <laughs> because like there's nothing really special about him like anyone could use the the belt to become a common writer right like well, at least I assume so. So I'm going to um, get serious about like the show and themes for a second. Um, okay. So, like what I really liked about this was that when you look at OG Kamen Rider, they're getting uh-huh. turned into cyborgs, but they're able to keep their humanity. And like uh-huh. they feel inhuman. They feel like they're not part of society and they feel like just very like hurt and separate. Uh, and yeah, um, I actually really liked how compared to a lot of shows that is true here where like he does feel like he's not part of society. Like he feels like a very like sleepwalking through life character at the very start of the show. And like, he's not really connected to people. Um, and he has like that, like thing inside of him. That's like 
evil and giving him power and makes him feel not human. And it's just like, yeah, um, he's like in like certain respects, like more of like a harken back to like older common Rider shows than like you might think, mm. which is interesting. Um, and I guess like the answer to why him is like he didn't lose hope. And that's like mm-hmm. what the show is like very focused on. Like, I like that as like a core. Here's why our per- our protagonist matters. He's somebody who didn't give up hope like for mm. other people. Like I, I, I do like that 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 uh, that is a theme because it's it's a little bit more um, vague. So I think you can do a lot more mm-hmm. with with that thing. It, it's not like very cut and dry. Like oh, your people are getting turned into robots, so that's bad. Because you can you can do a lot more with it. But like I just feel like he's kind of like in my notes here. I've written he's just like kind of the most bog standard like common writer character like main character i don't i don't feel like in the 10 episodes that i've seen that he's done a whole lot to like define him as like special in some way except for at the end of i think it was episode nine when he when he finally gets like his his dragon transformation and they they're they start like he has that talk with himself mm-hmm. in the Oh, where was he in his brain, in his mind, inside of him? Yeah, I I feel that going forward they might expand on that more. But like from what I've seen, the first ten, I'm kind of like eh, he's kind of there. Like I've not finished Wizard, but um, so one thing I like is no matter how I like the character, if they show up in like an anniversary movie or like in like a cameo, like there's probably like oh that's great, like it's so, I'm like so glad they're back. I'm not sure yes, if that's I'm like a sucker for that too. Yeah. Um there's specifically like one um one copywriter like Ghost um that, like a lot of people don't like his show or like the character but they're like ah mm. oh, he's so great when he comes back for crossovers like he's so much better than his own show. <laughs> and like right, I find that yeah. really funny. Yeah. It's it's weird it's it's weird when there's a character like that who is He's like the only cool part about his show, and if you removed him from that show, he would be infinitely better. Like he's like he's trapped in a in a bad series, and like he could just be so much more, and he just can't escape. For Harto, I feel like I see the germ of a really interesting character, and like I like how he does seem like learning to reengage with society and stuff. Um, mm. Like like just after basically being traumatized by like this, like Sabbath event. Um, I don't know if they like deliver on that, but like, I'm definitely the kind of person that can like see the potential to make that really interesting layered. Um, but yeah, it's definitely not delivered on here, like all the way, but they like mm-hmm. to make some effort to. I, I, I actually found it kind of funny, like how, how he became common writer wizard, like just the, the tone of the scene was really weird because he he fights off his demon. He doesn't give up hope. And this white common writer comes up and just goes, huh, and throws him a belt. Yeah. And he goes, here, you're common writer now. Bye. Yeah, it's wild. And he just walks away. It's like, who are you? What's going on? Why? And like, I hope that gets like a payoff because like that does seem like, OK, is there something nefarious going on? Because they like do treat that like white wizard character too is like right interesting and serious he does show up again at the end of episode 10 and he's just on a building and he's like oh he's he's changed since i gave him the belt and it's like 
who are you? Like, I literally don't know anything about you, so the show treats you like you're important, but I have no idea what you what your context is in the larger story. I do like his design, though. That's a very cool suit. Yes, it's like I said, the designs in this show, I think even for the, the Phantoms are great. I think yeah. like across the board, all of them look good. And like the um, like um, the grunts on the show, like the ghouls. They're like over designed, but also they don't look bad. Like they like look both like grunts and like something like that would make like a like cool yeah. toy as well. They they look to me a lot like um someone took the old like Zoo Ranger, the the old Power Rangers um putties, like the gray putties, and said, Let's make a like two thousands version of that generic monster thing. Not the CG rock people that we got in that movie or whatever. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's just like, oh, yeah. let's make the Breakfast Club, but also bad CGI or like rock monsters. <clears throat> yeah, I like um, this show felt like very sparse to me. And like as much as I like mm. that he knows his powers going into the show and like can use them interestingly, it does feel like he just kind of like doesn't grow really until like the eighth or ninth episode as far as like what he can do. Right, yeah, it's it it's it's weird because up to that eighth episode, he's just kicking the crap out of everyone. Yeah, he is. Like guys show up and they're like, ah, "I'm I'm gonna beat you up," and he's like, "Nah, you're dead. Not nah, you're dead." But then Phoenix shows up in episode eight and he's like, mm-mm, mm-mm, "That yeah. doesn't work on me. I'm gonna whip you off a bridge, <laughs> like you do to most common riders." Like, yeah, throw him off a bridge. It's interesting because like. You mentioned him being very like tech based. Like in my head, like that went straight to like fighting games, which is like probably not what you meant, but uh like he's like very mm. much like I'm gonna out skillfully fight people <laughs> and I'm gonna use my power as well. And that's just what he does. Like he executes on that like w- repeatedly. And like there's that little like arc with the like student who like is like, I don't wanna compete anymore and I'm like not that great at music or or like I like oh, have to yeah, make yeah, work yeah. where like the drama introduces that like he's low on energy but even then like he's still like whipping like the crap out of that monster that phantom yeah yeah it's it's weird though because like they show him using um like specific powers like uh get big turn your arm like weird long and stretchy summon a summon a gun that that was one of the that was the one of the most weird things going into this because the show is called common rider wizard and then the first time he shows up, it's just like there's a bunch of like ghouls in a warehouse. He shows up and he just summons a gun and just shoots all of them. I'm like, that's not very wizardly. Yeah, it, it's not. Um, I do like his like I like his fighting style, but like a lot of the fights left me feeling kind of cold where I was like, oh, like this is really cool fighting style. But also like I don't like get super engaged with it. Uh. Right. I think I think that was that was partially the problem of that. He was just out skilling everyone. Like it never felt like he was in danger, but I wonder if that was intentional because then when episode eight rolls around, he just, he gets beat down pretty, pretty well. You're like, Oh, okay. There are things that are a threat. He just hasn't fought any of them yet. That fight deserves like going into more. Cause like you mentioned like how cool it is, but like, that's like probably the best moment of like, what we've seen is just like when he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to fight you head on. 
okay, th- that's not good enough. I'm going to use water type versus fire type. That doesn't work. And yeah. then it's like, he's trying to like trap him. And then he's just like, I'll turn it to like my power and defense form. We just desperately make like walls that you're going to cut through. Which is really right. Good. Yeah. It, it was the first time in that set of episodes where he, he's, he's actually on the, the losing end and not just that he's losing. He's like running away. He's afraid. He's not like, Oh, I'll, I'll run away and come back and fight you. He's like, no, I'm making trying to make a desperate defense as quick as I can because this guy's just cutting through everything I can put up. And that did like a lot for like the villains too, because like this character is very much treated as like the number three of mm. that group, like versus like right. He's scared of Medusa, and like they're both like very deferential to the wise man. So it's like okay, mm-hmm. like that's like a good sense of scale. Where like before that we didn't really know anything about them, but yeah, um, right. And they actually do Phoenix really well where he's just like, there's one scene where he, like him and Medusa are like at the kid's house and like she's sitting down on like a chair and he just like comes from the outside and punches the glass door open. It's like, oh, this is great. Right. I'm going to beat him up. Yeah. Because like his whole thing is like, I'm going to kill this kid's parents. So he <laughs> like he loses yeah. hope, which is like that is very that like that's like what we say, like. If I was a villain, I'd do this all the time, you know? Right, exactly. It's like, why why am I why am I having this elaborate plan when I can just go and find the dad and kick his car and make it flip and then rip him out and beat him up? And we get that um one moment where like um we see him come in, kick the crap out of Hearth at the hospital, then snap both the parents' necks, and it's like, what? <laughs> Oh, yeah, when he's having, like, the, the vision of the future or whatever. Yeah. Or just- but the thing is, you can 100% believe that he could do that at that point in the show. Yeah. And, like, that dream definitely helps. It's like, oh, um, <laughs> did this just happen? We have no reason to think it didn't. Um, yeah, that exactly. That would be right? darker than, like, a lot of recent, like, I've shows, but... Damn, they just did that. That was that was the thing. When it happened, I'm like, oh, okay, is this where is this where the show turns? Is this where where Haruto suddenly has a lot more character development because now he's he's screwed up. But that didn't happen, unfortunately. <laughs> I would like the show, I think, like more if they kind of did what they did with the Phoenix, like on like a lesser scale, where like there were lots of enemies where like Haruto's like, I don't want to use the dragon powers because like the dragon will like take over my mind or like mm. it's getting more dangerous. So like he's fighting like from beneath where he's like, this enemy is stronger than me. I have to figure out like tactically how to like fight them. And maybe like, right. If I need to like call in like that power, but um, I'm not sure if the show goes there, but like that was what I wanted at the end of these. But um, I did like how he came to his powers in the end. Can we talk about, because since we're specifically talking about Haruto now, can we talk about just the the tone of the show versus the the concept of the Kamen Rider in this series itself? Because mm-hmm. for me, that first episode when he transforms and starts using magical powers is the the most tonal whiplash I've ever had watching a series. What do you mean there? Well, because the the show's kind of like playing it straight. Like, I feel like for the most part, it's playing it straight and it's kind of like semi-serious. And then he goes to 
perform and it's or not to perform to transform. <laughs> yeah. And then you get like I'm like, what is what it's it was so weird. Like the all the sound and like sound effects related to like him using spells is really weird. I'm glad that the like very austere, like amber and white magician was like in his room at like night, just being like Shabba Dooby touch a henshin. Okay, like yeah. I need to have more music in my voice. Shabba Dooby touch a henshin. Oh no, that was wrong. Like, I gotta go back. <laughs> it's like I wanna, I wanna know like what, why, why that choice? It's so weird. I get like there's some stuff like um, know how most of his rings are like um connect please that kind of stuff yeah well please is the magic word yes so uh <laughs> which is dumb like but that all, just makes sense yeah it's it's so dumb well like and all of his um things are built in a way that when he uses them depending on what way the hand is on the belt it's like you're shaking hands mm-hmm. which yeah I, is this the most polite common writer of all time i would have to think so the shaking hand thing, I don't think of like wizards, but I guess if it's like making deals, like that's more like Full Metal Alchemist or like some kind of like let's do like some right. kind of exchange or something, you know? Yeah, it's just the the con like there's there's kind of like I feel there's like two concepts there that are kind of fighting each other and they don't really mesh well. Yeah, and I I could see how people who are like. Because I've heard that this show is very kind of like you either hate it or you love it. Yeah. And I can understand like the second that Shabadabadoo starts playing and you just go, nope, I'm done. That's it. That's all it took. And you can just check out right there. No, like um, most of like the modern like Amara shows I've watched, like this is one where I was like at like episode like 16, just kind of like, ah, I think I'm good. Like and like maybe I'll like go back and like rectify that just because like i'm so close to having a like complete set or whatever maybe i won't mm-hmm. um probably shouldn't uh but uh yeah it's very like uh, interesting to be like i know this show isn't really anyone's favorite it's like very like middle of the road and like to look at it like a few years later it's weird you know it it, it is weird too because i i did some some research uh just like kind of interesting facts but i didn't know that it is the longest running series it has the most that's weird right yeah and um i know that like the end of the series is like a two-parter that goes like this is set between episode like 42 and like 43 or whatever that's just like let's bring back some old common writers and have like a big like go in the underworld right. of the franchise or whatever which is cool yeah and, and apparently i didn't know this either but there's five movies five Five. Oh. According okay. to the wiki, there's five movies for Kamen Rider Risen. So I have to wonder if it's just um the English speaking community just does not like this uh series particularly and that it was like quite popular in Japan, or if they were just like, Well, I get, we gotta make a movie this year, what are we gonna do? Common Rider Wizard's weird. Use that one. Uh so actually the movies aren't um so every december they do like a crossover movie 
between the previous show and the new show. So that counts for two of them. Uh, maybe. Okay, that, that would make sense then. Um, then he was in Kamen Rider 3D Battle from the Battle from Gamberide, which is like for like theme parks. So that, and then he okay, has so own so show. these are like these are like comp not compilation like collaboration movies from with multiple series. Yeah, four of them are like for example, his second movie is Kamen Rider Cross Super Sentai Cross Space Sheriff, which is like okay. yeah, um, which apparently was just like what if all of the space enemies of these villains came together as as like a space bad guy organization. So all the space good guys got together and also right. wizards there because he's the one that's airy currently, <laughs> which I really like. It's like, oh, like here's like our big like space crossover featuring cover writer wizard wizard who, as far as I know, doesn't go to space, but oh, maybe he could. Yeah, maybe he's like, oh, like moon rocks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a ring that lets me breathe in space. I mean, he has a ring that makes him fart smell, so that's not really that far fetched. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's sure, like it's like something where, like, oh, his dragon is able to combine with like the Sentai Mech or something. It's like how they'll do right. It, yeah, know? exactly. What do you think about the rest of the characters in this show? Because I feel like they're just kind of there for the most part, and they like yes. perform their roles. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have I have written down here for for Rinko right. Um, She's like just the generic woman policeman character because there's not a woman common writer in this series. I think I think like what Gaim has one. Yeah, um, it's yeah. gotten more popular in the past couple of years and I'm glad mm-hmm. um, in shows where there's like three or more common writers like mm-hmm. it's weird that there's not one like most of the time. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then I said she probably falls in love with him. She seems super horny for him, right? Yeah, yes. It's <laughs> weirdly unsettling. Like, honestly, it's like, I feel like, give me more reason why you're horny for this dude. Because, like, right. you just seem to be like, ah, he, like, saved me one time and I want to work with him. Like, that's enough. Like, you could just like be like his, like, police, like, backup, not have to be super right. horny for him, but. Well, okay, and here's the weird thing, though, right? Because she's a detective, but she's never at work. Yeah. She's, like, always at their house, and I'm like, don't you have a job? What are you doing? She's trying to get it's... under the covers. <laughs> Clear, clearly. Well, she is an undercover cop. <laughs> that was a kid joke and a half, but no. Uh... <laughs> yeah, like... I, she she really does like she's that part of that like first section of episodes and then really does nothing. Yeah. Other than be like, I'm gonna help this kid. Okay. I like her episode well enough. Um it's kinda like rushed her losing hope, I feel like it's like, oh no, police aren't good. And it's like, well, I could have told you that. <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, just go online and watch like some like um <laughs> I'm not even going to say that, but no, um, so um, <laughs> has like a problem like this show definitely doesn't do its female characters the best like because like Koyomi is just like kind of like I'm here to be beautiful and sad <laughs> and that's all she does really and also kind of an asshole. Yeah, she's just mean <laughs> to everyone and like maybe she likes Haruto too, but also like is just kind of like uh. so I, I looked up who her actress was. Mm-hmm. And her actress isn't an actress. She's she's actually part of an idol group. 
And maybe that's why she just feels kind of like really flat and just like kind of annoying and whiny and a jerk. There's one scene where like she's like having an argument with like Rinko and Rinko's like a foot taller than her. And I was like, what the hell's going on here? Like, I did not realize that yeah. this was like the scale we had going on. Yeah, it's it's yeah. I think I specifically wrote this is the annoying child character for this series. But she's also meant to be like the like sad, beautiful like Edgar Allan Poe, like girl who died young character. Right. And like she's like a doll and it kind of doesn't work too well. It, it clashes. Yeah, because it's like you you you're they set it up where it's oh, you're supposed to feel bad for her because she's she's died and she needs, you know, mana from Haruto and there's that really weird scene I think episode like six where it looks like she's touching his dick. I'm so glad this wasn't like an anime or wasn't more popular because that character would just get destroyed by the fan art community. And like, yes, maybe that's maybe it's better to never live than to live as like a rule 34. (laughs) But right. The rest of of like the like supporting cast isn't great either. Um, Like Shunpei. I have no clue how old he's supposed to be. Shimpei is the best character in that show only because he's the only one who leans into like how dumb and absurd the entire concept of the show is. He's just like, it's, it's so weird because Haruto's always going around being like, yeah, I'm a wizard. Yeah, I'm a wizard. Yeah, I'm a wizard. And people just kind of accept that he's a wizard. But with Shinpei, I believe it because Shinpei's dumb. And he's just like, oh, you're a wizard? Okay, cool. I get it. Yeah, I have no clue how old he's supposed to be either. I'm just like, who are you? I think, I think he's supposed to be like, like first year university students, like out of, out of high school. But okay. yeah, it's, it's weird. He's very, um, yeah, he's kind of just like a kid still. There's one scene where like, um, he's like, um. With the kid who's like, um, like parents are being like attacked, and um, mm-hmm. they're both dressed the same right next to each other, <laughs> yes, like drinking juice. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. I one of the moments in the show, besides like the whole like conversation with the phoenix or Haruto, like gets his ass kicked, then like comes back cool, or that like I like wanted mm-hmm. to cover was actually um, Shinpei's like arc where he's like, oh. I'm on TV and I just get totally embarrassed. And the way he's like desperately yeah. do magic, that's something like I remember liking where I was like, oh, this is actually the most like you would lose hope besides killing your parents that we really see in the show. Yeah. And even then, I'm st- like, f- for Shimpei's character, it makes sense. Yeah. But for literally anyone else, I don't think it would work. Like, if if it was just a character who is like, I want to be a magician and then they get put on TV and they, they realize, Oh, I'm not magical. It, it, it doesn't have the same effect. I think because Shimpei is kind of like that naive, dumb kid type character, even though he's like 25. Yeah. But also like if he is meant to be like 18 or 19, like the first year, like university, like um, mm-hmm. I'm sure being embarrassed on TV is the biggest thing in the world. Right, that's true. I'd never considered that, but yeah. Because, like, after, like, he's done being, like, <laughs> after he's done being, like, a wizard apprentice, he's trying to get <clears throat> laid, and that definitely doesn't help. Right. 
I mean, wouldn't you love to see him at the club? <laughs> What's your major? Yeah, oh, yeah, I like that. Actually, I'm not even sure how he'd flirt, but that'd be interesting. <laughs> I'm sure that comes up later when there's like Did a second my monster. children's book. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just weird. Yeah, so I've got a pop-up book for you <laughs> in my in my um in my room, not in my pants. Yeah. It's weird. It's so like it's one thing to see that kind of a character in an anime because they're kind of like generally kind of like yeah. their age is a little vague. But then you see Shinpei and you're like, you're like 25, dude. Like, come on, man. Like, I don't buy you for a second as this kind of like dumb character. Like he's in real life. The actor is only two years younger than me so he's 28 so he is like was 20 when this came out yeah he would have been like 20 that kind of works like we're going by like the Mm. he's 18 or 17 or 19 18 17 yeah maybe okay maybe maybe that tracks a little bit better now that i know that um have you ever seen the tommy was so movie the room oh of course yes um he kind of reminds me of like denny the like weird like yes half adult half kid character they have half in that movie child character yeah and, and I was like half expecting like him just be like in scenes like watching people like when Haruto's like having conversations with like Rinko where she's like clearly like flirting with him and like mm-hmm. he's just like in the background like little, with an apple I don't know yeah he's, he's just weird I I like I like him but he's weird. There are two positive side characters though that um that like I'd like bring up though. Um one mm. is um the donut shop manager like you. Um she's apparently the first um LGBT character in Common Rider. Uh yeah, yeah. Uh uh what's her name? Um Ichika Kabashima. Yeah, like I believe uh, like Kaba-chan. Yeah, Kaba-chan. So she I think if I remember correctly, she was like an actress or like a comedian mm-hmm. and at the time uh she had not come out as being transgender mm-hmm. so it's it's interesting that i wa- i wasn't sure at first though the way that she's portrayed in the show the i wasn't sure head. yeah it's it's not great like no it's it isn't great i will say that it's not great but um I wasn't sure Japan likes to put in like those weird like um Okama characters mm-hmm. who are like, are they gay? Aren't they gay? Who knows? I don't know. They're kinda gay. And it's it's a little bit like grating. Yeah. But um yeah. There's also like a black character in these episodes who's like kinda like ah not the best. Oh yeah, where he's like So it's it's weird. I, I was actually surprised. I was I was watching this on the train on the Shinkansen home with my co-host who is black. And I'm I'm watching that episode and I'm like, holy shit, a black dude in common writer. And he's like, What? It happens a lot, honestly. Yeah, I I I'm I was surprised because I've literally never seen a black person in like a Japanese drama. Really? So I, was, I was like, wow, like what? Really? I feel like there's but, yeah. one every year in like between like Common Rider and like Sentai, like there's like one or two. Huh. Maybe maybe that's like a more recent uh thing. Cause I have definitely not had that be the case in like other dramas that I've seen. So 
one of the low points of zero one is there's like a referendum on if AI should have rights, basically. <laughs> oh, okay. And there's this like, um, we meet like the first black like AI character, and he's like this like election like rapper character, and like his whole arc is about like how they're trying to make him change his hairstyle and like look more professional and stuff. He's like, no, mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna be real with you, and it doesn't really go well. The show mm-hmm. doesn't like do it well, which is like they accidentally kind of like almost talk about things that they're not intending to, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Right. But yeah. Um, he's not great. Um, I do like how he's just like, let me cut off your hand. It'll be great. Or how like, he's like just walking up to the dude's like apartment. <laughs> be like, Hey, what's up? I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he like, was he, he walks up in like his human form, but it like his human form is like, so like, yeah, it's, it's bad. Like it's real bad. This is, like, a Japanese person who, like, saw a picture of, like, a stereo, like, a very stereotypical, like, Jamaican person and was like, that's black people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's bad. But, yeah, that scene where he walks up and he's just, like, rings the doorbell, the guy opens the door, he's like, Who's, who are you? And then immediately he just, like, not even within, like, one minute, he turns back to the, the cat monster. He's like, this is pain in the ass. I'm just going to cut your hand off. I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah that's good uh yeah but like he does l- look like like he's just like walking up while he's like dancing and being like oh like i like really love like i should make like a bobsled tea or something like it's just right yeah these weird stereotypes it's, it's weird for kabachan um she's presented as i guess she was viewed at the time as like a male crossdresser which is like still yeah, icky i think so is shit but like right it's nice that she was able to be like the first LGBT character. There are characters even the next year that are treated better. Like there's a mm. character in game who's actually like a pretty like he's like very clearly like the older, like muscular dude that's into like the young guys and like can be like a lot and like mm-hmm. but he's also like a real character who matters and has like other traits that like define him. So like Right. Even like a year later, they do a little better. And this character, like in one of the crossover movies, um, she like um, like Abba-chan, uh, she does have this moment where like in her internal, they basically like do like trans panic and it's really gross. Uh... Yeah. Where like Haruto thinks he's like met the love of his life in this like in like the underworld and like the like um, mm-hmm. matrix style like he sees her as she pictures herself and falls in love with uh, her and then gotcha it's like a big joke at the end right yeah it's not great it's like, ew that's gross yeah that's how it's played it's mm. it was disgusting when that when the character was trans but the actor wasn't out as trans right and it's more so now uh but yeah. I, I i wonder to like how they feel about it now like years removed from it i'm sure it's just nice to be like oh like i was part of the show you know versus like actually mm. looking at the content there hopefully yeah it was nice enough like it wasn't like too crappy backstage or anything or like like no hate but who knows yeah hard to say and also like we did just last year get like our first like um explicitly gay like couple and like sex scene in Cup of Matter last year, which is weird. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so it's damn. Like, yeah. I be watching more Common Rider. In um, for Common Rider Ryuki, it had like a 15 years later special. Oh, okay. So go on for like 17 years like later, and they just like have a scene of like two guys in bed after having sex, like smoking cigarettes and stuff. Just like okay, huh? Yeah. Interesting. It was like a web only like miniseries, but still, it was like, oh wow, you you, you did that. That's cool for you. It 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 is interesting to see how how much progress Japan is making in in that uh in that area. I know that um recently too, there's been a lot of more um like boys. I get they call it here boys love. Like boys love uh like dramas and TV shows that are just on TV. That's great. Whereas whereas before it would be like this is sequestered into the boys love manga section of you know a bookstore and you know where it is if you need to look for it, but we're not putting it anywhere else. Yeah, um and um so this character um and and like we find out later like this actress is like um like trans, but um also mm-hmm. last year they did just have like um the first like non-binary character like in canon and like played by mm. like a non-binary like actor. It's just like that was mm. really cool uh when they showed up. Interesting. I was like, oh, um they use they them pronouns in the show. Uh they aren't treated like a woman in the show. They're just like treated as how they present and how the actor um refers to themselves it's like oh wow that's freaking cool that's that's interesting because japan is um as far as like they them pronouns i i don't know what they would actually use as they them pronouns in japanese i think they might have been like i'm not like super versed in the language it might have been like Mm. like very like formal masculine or like as generic as they could be when they could but like that's the impression I got for people that knew better was this character used like more formal like pronouns that like might technically trend masculine, mm. but yeah, I'm not sure. Hmm. Um, it's hard to do, but interesting. Maybe like they'll have n- new, new ways to speak. It just gets like a bigger thing. Cause like, I do know that like there's big like issues going on in Japan where there, like there are more people now like talking about like, Mm. being lgbt it's a lot more open than it was yeah and it's like a hard thing to do in any country and like i know that like uh it's uh it's only just starting in lots of ways in japan but it's like Mm. great to see um i actually had one character that i did really like um and that was wajima he was just like as like Mm. an old dude Who's like getting picked up by like the NSA? Not even like not the NSA. Right. The NSA is like, build me a ring so I could be a wizard. I just love. <laughs> and he's just like, no. And they're like, okay, well, grab him. We're just gonna abduct him now. He at least seems like a character who like has like has seen some shit, and like we don't know. Like mm. he could be really cool. I'm not sure if that ever comes up, but I'm like, okay, you seem like super in the background as far as like the old guy mentor characters or like. I'm gonna let you live in my house while you spend your year being like cover writer characters, but he's right. He's fun. He's kind of mysterious, right? Because the the white common writer dude kind of throws Haruto the belt, but it's like, did he make the belt? But you have Wajima who's making the rings for the belt. So it's like, did he make the belt? Like, how does 
How does he know that these things work together? Like, you don't really know much about his backstory. He's just kind of, like, there and slightly mysterious. And, like, it could be nothing. Just, like, I just liked how he gets abducted by the NSA and this show. Right. And, like, also how, like, the inciting incident for the show is, like, he just has a house and they show up and, like, stuff. And that's it. Uh, it's very... It could be something. It's, it's probably gonna be nothing. <laughs> I'll be honest. It's very. He's he's very um, he's very uncle from Jackie Chan Adventures, where he like lives in a antique shop and works with magical items. Yeah, because like a lot of times, like these characters in like Hell Rider don't know what's going on. They're like, oh, on the news, I saw something. You should watch out. Like as their nephews like going out to like fight the monster that they were on the news like losing right, to. Right. Yeah. Man, this is a weird show. <laughs> it is It is definitely a weird show. And, like, after ten episodes, I'm still, like, on the fence of, like, do I want to continue to watch this or don't I? Because I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested, like, they, they brought in Wajima for, to the NSC, NSA? Mm-hmm. I don't remember what they call it. But they brought him in to make a, make a new ring thing. And now I'm like, okay, like where where is this plot going? Are they going to introduce another writer in the show? Because I I haven't seen anything that would indicate they would, but the way that they've kind of structured the the show, like clearly there are other writer characters, like the white common writer guy is mm-hmm. there. So is there going to be more than one? Are they, is the government trying to make a wizard? Like, what are they trying to do? Like, I don't know. It's just that little, little bit where I'm like, maybe I should watch a little bit more. So you would say that you maybe don't recommend the show. Do you recommend the show? (sighs) It's hard to say because I, I think, I think it, that perception of either you love or hate this show is very true. Because I think that you could get to episode one, see him transform for the first time, go, you know, shabadoobidoobie, touch henshin, right? And then you go, no, I'm done. Like, I can't. How do I watch the rest of this after that happens? Or you could just be like, okay, well, you know what? I'll lean into how kind of goofy it is and see where it goes. I'm definitely there, too. I would say it's not bad, um, but also like... Yeah, I don't hate it. There's... I'd probably take the tack if there's better shows you could watch if you wanted to watch Common Rider, if it wasn't, like, clicking for you. Right, yeah. Like, I'd say, like, you could watch, like, Common Rider, like, Kuga on to Kabuto, basically, and then mm. they're all great series. Like, you could watch, like, Common Rider, like, Blade, or, like, Ryuki, or, like, there's, like, most mm-hmm. of the, like, phase two of the Heisai shows with stuff like Common Rider, like, Double, and Build, and, like, Drive. Um, yeah. A lot of them, like, like on my le- le- like personal like ranking of series, I definitely put this like probably second to last. I'd say like Kamen Rider Ghost is my least favorite, but like, mm. um, really, if you just picked a Kamen Rider show, chances are you'd probably like be more engaged than this show, which isn't to say it's bad and it could get better. But like, just mm-hmm. from what I've seen, which is only like these ten now and like a couple more, like when it was like coming out, it's kind of just like oh there's enough other stuff for me to watch both in this franchise right. and in general where I like wasn't engaged, which is like, is kind of like damning it. Cause it's like, does also feel like the show that common rider, like fans ask for a lot of ways where it's like, he uses the bike. He has a simple design. 
he's very talented. Like he knows his powers. Yeah. But yeah. He has multiple different forms. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 weird because for me, I think like there's just enough there that I would probably continue if this was any other series. Mm-hmm. Like I feel that the time investment to get to where we are now had this happened like two episodes previous or like three episodes previous. I I think like what you said, cut out those middle two episodes of the, the first 10 and you'd probably have a solid like eight, seven or eight episodes where seven and eight is leading into the more bigger overarching story, especially when it's a 53 episode series. Yeah, like a modern show, they probably would have introduced another writer or two by now and had like some interpersonal conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Maybe not for the better, but yeah, um, it definitely feels like the shows do get faster after this, too. And like mm-hmm. less like two episode structure, like let's do one episode on like the pianist and then let's do one episode on why the pianist needs to regain hope. And it's like, OK, like that's not how they're doing things mm-hmm. nowadays, at least. No. But yeah, um, so yeah, we take Kamen Rider Wizard. Uh, maybe Kamen Rider Wiz don't. Mm, y- yeah, <laughs> that's kind of where it's kind of where I'm leaning to. I'm glad you just like no sold that. <laughs> just made it. Uh, but no. Um, yep. Yeah, g- given that I know that there's like series out there that are just better. Yeah, like everything like the the low bar for every other show is just better i'm kind of like eh, eh you know uh the show has good music and i like the opening <laughs> i'll say that the opening has one of the 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 best like japanese pun like sentences okay what is it it's the the magica magide magica uh i forget what the the word is but just the way that they they use maji maji and magic magic like all in one sentence, I'm like ah, good job. But knowing who wrote the song, that makes sense. So um, I don't watch as much Sentai as Kamen Rider. Like I've probably only seen like two or three like Sentai series. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> um, there is one Sentai called uh, Maho Sentai, like Magic Ranger. Um. Mm-hmm. And like it's about like the show starts like there are five siblings. They find out their parents were magical one day and then their mom dies trying to save the earth. So they're like, OK, we should figure this out and be like the new people saving the earth. Um, and all of their first names, like um, like their first two letters of their first names, like makes the word for magical night. Like when you add them together, it's like, oh, like that's like a cool little like pun. like. That's the kind of stuff I like. Ah, uh, they're all, they all have the name Ozu. Uh, okay. Uh, hmm. Interesting. Yeah, there, there is one interesting thing though that I that I I found looking for uh, information about the show and maybe why it it is the way it is. Um. So the primary writer for the show is called uh, Tsuyoshi Kida, and I looked up his writing credits. After Common Writer Wizard, he did not write a single thing until like five years later. Oh, that's which, interesting. 
Yeah, I wonder if just like the reception might on this show might have been like cold enough where he was like, oh man, like oh this is not not good because the the only thing he worked on in 2018 after that was some kind of like a a Sentai cop show and he wrote like two episodes. Yeah, sometimes I wonder if like there's people like that that have like a pen name for doing like the mm. middle episodes of like shows that they don't want to like be part of. I'm not sure if that's like a thing in like the Japanese film industry as well, but yeah. Um, no, I was just kind of like, this must be kind of like damning to be like, oh, nobody feels too strongly about this show, but that's probably worse. Yeah, than, it's kind of just a dud. Yeah. Like I'd yep. personally like I'd rather people hate something I'm doing because at least then I'll get feedback and do and I do it better versus like, I'm not sure what you could say about this show besides like, yeah, right. just make it more interesting. There's nothing worse than middle of the road, right? Just make it more interesting. And uh, good job on a lot of stuff. It didn't work, but it was good. And, and like how I said I wanted it. Like, this is a lot of like, here's how I said I wanted it. Now do it better. <laughs> more interesting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I can't help but feel kind of bad because we're also recapping the currently airing show Comrade Saber. And we're very much in the same boat with that show. We're like, ah. I really hope this gets more interesting. <laughs> we don't have a lot to the, say about it. This could be this could be good, but yeah, this could be good, but or like this is a cool character, but they didn't introduce them in like in a cool way mm. or anything. But no, um, we've been circling around it, but uh, we should wrap up because I think we've like exhausted yeah. our yeah. This show isn't kind bad, of. but it's not good. It's not yeah, it's not terrible, but it won't light the world on fire either. If you want a good show about magic, uh, you should uh, watch The Prestige, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> uh, go, go watch Madoka Magica instead. Yeah, honestly. Um, or like, isn't like, isn't Precure a show that's on around the same time on like Saturday or like Sunday mornings? Yeah, I think so. Like I don't watch much girl. Japanese TV. Yeah, that's Magical Girl. It's it's very Sailor Moon. Okay, it's the, it's the next generation Sailor Moon. I only know it because like it's like on the time slot, so I got like see like the like oh the thing the for it, like that. For it. Uh, yeah. Um, quick question though. Um, what do you watch if like a uh, not local TV? Like, are you just um, gaming or mostly mostly uh, if I'm watching something, it's it's I'm watching YouTube. That's fair. More than anything, yeah. And just like I'll watch whatever comes up in my feed or is this interesting i'll click on it and take a look i remember uh um, but mostly games i was watching one common writer show at the same time i was watching the wire and it was so weird because i would like switch between them and that was a real yeah that was weird a lot of common writer shows have cops in them yeah i'm not a big fan of that but mm. no um so um this has been a delight to have you on and definitely a little weird because this is the day after the election for me and like as i said like a yep top of the show or something for that but i want to um thank you very much for coming on and ask you um where people find you when you're not talking about uh tokusatsu uh yeah uh so you can find us uh the at the tokyo fresh podcast you can stick that into google it'll come up um you can find us at tokyo fresh podcast on instagram tokyo fresh pod on twitter gmail.com we got all of it it's all over the place 
if you want to hear about Japan, you want to hear a, I think, pretty balanced view of Japan, where we're not just like, Japan is the best place ever, rah-rah, kind of, kind of podcast. Uh, yeah, I, I would say definitely check us out. Yeah, it's good. Um, <laughs> I do feel like it's nice to have like a more level voice or like a, a non-fan, but also like non-local voice sometimes. Because you like can get both and kind of like hear things like maybe like a local wouldn't think to let you know, mm. but somebody who's maybe like very invested in like having a good time wouldn't let you know either. But yeah. Um, and for us, um, you could find me on Twitter.com at James Forge. You can find the podcast at CommonRideWithMe.com, um, at CommonRideWithMe, uh, and also um, on Redbubble.com um, at Kip. Or not at Kip, but yeah. Um, if you search um, Kip or Comrade Me there, and there are some cool designs. And I mentioned before that um, the way these works is um, everything that's like for like face masks and stuff that is um, sold at cost. So we make no money off that, and that is cheaper. And for everything else, um, once we reach our like hosting cost for the month, which is um, Anything else goes straight to charity. Currently, that's Trans Lifeline, but uh, that will change like every now and then. So yeah, uh, what did we learn today, David? What did we learn today? Um, I would say that much like uh, much like donuts, you know, sugar covered donuts, uh, you should try other flavors. So much like Common Rider Wizard, you should probably try other Common Riders before you watch this show. <laughs> watch Common Rider and. Watch other coming right. Watch coming right. Return. You want to say it? Yeah, you should. You should just try other flavors. Watch coming right. Return. Um, like try other flavors. <laughs>